We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey guys, Rob Doster here, and you are listening to a Field of 68 NBA Draft Prospect Profile. We're going to be rolling these out all month, leading up to a full first round live mock draft with the six NBA draft experts that we're going to be hosting one week before the actual draft itself takes place. While you're here, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a rating and a review, that stuff really does help us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on any of the platforms that you listen to the audio of this show. But listen, that's enough of that. That's enough of the promos. Let's get into today's prospect profile. Welcome back to another episode of the Field of 68's NBA Draft Prospect Profiles for the 2023 NBA Draft. My name is Rob Dosser. I have with me Randolph Childress, and today we are going to be breaking down Keontae Johnson, the Kansas State star, the former Florida star, a fifth-year senior, uh, a grad transfer, stands 6'6", weighs 230 pounds, averaged 17.4 points, 6.8 boards, 2.1 assists while shooting 51% from the floor and 41% from three. Uh, he ju- He's going to turn 23 later on this month, um, but that's not the most interesting part about him as a player. He missed two seasons after uh, collapsing uh, December 2020 uh, while playing for Florida, came back after two years off uh, and had an All-American season for Kansas State. There's a lot to get to here. So before we get to you know, some of the, the medical stuff and, and concerns about the heart and all that RC, let's just talk about what he is as a player because uh, in my mind, I think he is a fantastic college basketball player. What I'm worried about is the translation to the next level for a guy who had a little bit of a tendency to rely on uh, playing some 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 bully ball. I think he played he, he kind of out physical guys in the Big Twelve, which says something because that's the most physical league in the country. What do you make of Keontae Johnson as a potential NBA draft pick? I, let's leave the medical stuff aside. I like him. I like him a lot because I think he's one of these guys. Unlike we just talked about some of these other prospects, he won't have a physical transition to that league. He's a grown man. I mean, physically, he's a man, and I think there's to some extent. I mean, in that league, you're going to pick on matchups. He shoots it well. He's over 40% from three, 50% from the floor. Uh, percentages in college tell you that when guys shoot at 50 and 40%, they t- they know what they are. And that's a, that's massive going to that league. Forget all what you project and what you think. Teams don't have time to wait a lot. And when a guy comes in there mature enough, he's still relatively young. He missed two years. 
if all the boxes check medically, this guy was going to be a first round draft pick a couple of years ago. I think he was, and I, and if I'm someone at the bottom half of the first round, I would consider it. I really would strongly consider it because I, I think it's still right now, only 22 years old. He played five years. We got guys 24, 25, 26 years old in their fifth year. I, I still, I, I like him a lot. I, I think it's, you know, when all the boxes check medically, I think he, he proved a lot to everyone else about him this past year. You know, he'll, he, no one will get poked and prodded at the combine more than this guy will medically. Uh, but his game is, I, I'm a fan of it. And I'm, I'm actually cheering for him. I thought he's the best story in college basketball last year. And I'm cheering for him and I'm hoping someone gives him a shot and, uh, and, and let get some goals out there and play and can put this behind him. Um, uh, but I love his game. I think he's I think he's strong. I think he rebounds well. I think he can be a really good defender if he wants. Um playing bully ball again isn't isn't a bad thing for him as a guard, as a 6'6, 230 guard that can make shots. I I think he's a guy that can step in and play for you right away and give you give you the ability to switch and guard multiple positions. And there's not a lot of guys in the draft that can do that. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're drafting him. When he was at Kansas State this past season, he was a he was a go to guy. He was a star. They yep. basically had two studs. It yep. was him and Marquise Noel, and they what Kansas State's offense was was all right. Marquise, you would try to make something happen. When that don't work, give the ball to Keontae Johnson, let him make a play. Yep. The step back that he hit to tie the game at the end of the I think it was the Elite Eight game that they lost to Florida Atlantic was cold. Was cold blooded. That's the kind of thing that you're getting out of him. Um, but I think that in in the NBA, what makes him so such a, a a quality piece, I think is the way to, best way to say it, is that you can have him guard twos. You might be able to have him guard ones because of his length, but he's strong enough. He can guard any four right now. Yes. You know, he's he's listed at six six. I think he's probably a little bit closer to six four. I've walked by him, RC. He, I, he does not uh he does not have the presence, <laughs> the physical stature. Yeah, the physical stature of a six <laughs> six guy. Uh, but he's two hundred thirty pounds, and like he is a he's he's all muscle. Like there, like that dude. Uh, when you don't play for two years and all you could do is live in the weight room, like you could see that that my man did a lot of push-ups. A lot and he of got the wingspan. He's got the wingspan. Yes. He plays bigger than that. That's the, that's why he'll be able to play against bigger guys and defend one through four is because he has the wingspan and and the want to. When you just credit to him for what he's gone through. I, I don't know how you don't cheer for him, and and honestly, I don't know how you don't give him a chance. I just think he's physically ready. He's gone through so much. It, it says so much about his character. How would you not want a, a guy like that on your team? You know that 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 knows what he is. That's an effect, effective and efficient. More importantly, with his opportunities, and I, I would he he's definitely somebody I can see, you know, kind of going late first round. You know, at, at the end of the first round because this isn't the strongest draft. Yeah, you know, and I, that's why I think you can take a pick on him. I I don't the the thing that concerns me with the late first is there are going to be question marks about the heart issue, right? Um, for the, I mean, you guys can go research this yourself, but the, the long and short of it is that, uh, he passed out, um, spent four days in the ICU. I believe it was when he was at, uh, right. when he was at Florida. Um, and he's, he's, he was cleared to play this year at Kansas state. And we've seen guys that have had similar issues, uh, make it to the NBA, but I don't know if I would use first round draft capital on him, mm -hmm. um, where you're locked into four years of guaranteed money with someone that you're not 100% sure uh, will be able to be around for four years. So a lot of that's going to come down to the doctors. I will say this though. Um, when you are looking for guys to play this kind of a role that are basically let's, let's call it what it is three and D role players coming off the bench. Most likely 
you want someone that's going to be able to sacrifice and not necessarily be all about themselves. And I don't know if there's one player that would understand the value of being on an NBA roster more than what Keontae Johnson would understand. And I think that that would be a part of it as well. And I've been around the kid a little bit. Like I do think that he is going to be a good presence in a locker room. And that matters too when you're a bench guy. You don't want people causing problems if you're playing 15 minutes a game off the bench. We Can't just that guy. <laughs> you don't even want him when it when it starters. I mean, you better be worth your problems, but he won't cost you any. And someone, someone are, are you talking see, to Dylan Brooks right now? Hey, 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 do I need to say his name? Like, no. <laughs> it's it's funny, but you know what, Rob? Seriously, it's the reason why I say it is because half these teams are going to get packed in a draft that's considered a down draft anyway. At least I take a pick on a guy that I know what he is. And if the, medically everyone's going to do their homework and, and, and again, Kansas state was rewarded for taking advantage of a you know, giving him an opportunity when no one else did. And I think that'll be the same thing coming from the NBA. I think someone will look at him and draft you get in the late twenties. Anyway, none of your traditional young guys is helping any of these teams that have played in the last round. Cause that's what you're looking at. Like who, what team can help me? But a guy six six five or so, two thirty, physical rebound defender, defend multiple positions and can knock down forty percent of his threes. Every team playing right now could use a guy like that, and that's what you're talking about when you're looking for a guy like that. That's why I say it's it's. I can see someone late in the first round saying, "Hey, you know what? I need a guy that I can plug away right now." Because essentially, we're talking about playoff teams, and you want a guy, a young guy that could come through the door right away when you're talking late first round. That's why I say late first round it's a positioning because again we're talking about teams that are just lost in the first round last round or playing right now best case scenario for him something like a trevor ariza maybe a uh a poor man's og ananobi someone in that kind of a role you think of it because more of the physical guys coming in i mean he has that michael brock that brogdon type of michael brogdon type of body style he's not a lead guard like brogdon but He's a guy I think could come off the bench. You can put the ball in his hands. I, I don't think he's going. He's not making decisions. He's not a primary decision maker. But like we said, three and D guy. Why would you not invest in a three and D guy? And more importantly, his character and what he's going to bring to your locker room. I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to wouldn't, wouldn't want a piece of that. Considering again, everything has to check out medically, and I think it will. He passed up a uh, five million dollar insurance payout yeah. to bet on himself and see what he can do uh, as a professional basketball player. I have a feeling that he's going to end up making more money than that as a yeah. role guy at the end of the bench somewhere for six to eight years. I don't think we're ever, he's ever going to be a star, but I would not be surprised if in eight years in the 2031 NBA playoffs, you looked up and you're like, oh, wow, Keontae Johnson's still on a roster. How about that? Good for him. And, uh, I, and, and, and I'll, I'll add this, Rob. I, I think he'll bet, he's the type of person that will bet on himself again. And once medically everything check out, he'll put a clause in to say, "Hey, if this, I, I, I'm choosing to do this, and if I want to do this, something happens, then, you know, and it's and a team would do the right thing. We're not, you know, first round draft pick. You're not investing, you know, you, you know, like all these teams are doing. You're throwing crap at the wall, hoping to stick. I, I, we, I think we both know from just a pure basketball perspective that this kid is there's something to him, and he's the type of kid that can make a roster and be effective. Yeah, I agree. Listen, this has been uh, the draft profile for Keontae Johnson. Make sure you check the description below. There will be links to our entire series. We're doing more than 60 draft profiles. We will also be doing a live mock draft a week before the NBA draft starts. Make sure to keep your eye out for that. Thanks for tuning in. This has been the Field of 68.
ready to go for the rest of the day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to another episode of the Field of 68 2023 NBA Draft Prospect Profiles. My name is Rob Dosser. I have with me today Jeff Goodman, and we are going to be breaking down Kansas All-American forward Jalen Wilson, a guy that... Uh, made the leap this year, Jeff. He went from being kind of a role player, kind of a piece, to averaging 20 points, 8.5 rebounds, 2.2 assists, uh, while shooting 43% from the floor and 34% from three on a Kansas team that looked for a while like it was built to make another run at uh, going back-to-back this season. He was a junior. He's 6'8". He's a solid 225 pounds. What do you make of Jalen Wilson, a guy that is projected by most people to be somewhere in that early to mid second round range. Yeah. I've talked to a bunch of coaches, uh, NBA guys, and they'll say like that 25 to 40 range. That That's what they're putting him in right now. Um, you know, he, he they'll draft him as a piece. That's what he's going to be. He's probably going to be a second unit guy for the most part. The good thing is he's got experience, as you said, a junior, but spent four years in college. Didn't really play his freshman year. Um, so he comes in, 
ready-made as far as, at least with experience. You know he's been coached, so you know he can handle anything because he's been with Bill Self. Still never really took the jump as a three-point shooter up. And that's my biggest worry in, in this long of a time. In four years in college, kind of was always like a low 30s three-point shooter. I thought that area would get a little better. Obviously, you know, he was a high-volume guy this past year. High-volume guy because he had to be. Um, I think Jalen Wilson, again, is is that forward you can bring off the bench, 6'8", and, and say, hey, you know what? He can get us some buckets uh, with the right group around him. Yeah, I think I think I'm a little bit lower than the consensus is going to be on Jalen Wilson when it comes to him as as a pro, right? And and the reason I say that is when you look at guys that kind of play the role that he's projected as, I don't know if he's an elite defender. I don't know if he has the length and athleticism to be as switchable as you would want him to be. I don't know if I trust that jumper long term. He's not like he, elite at anything. He's yeah. not elite at anything. He's the the thing that he is the best at is coming off of a screen, getting to his right hand, overpowering people, and getting to the rim and getting to the basket and scoring that way. And Floaters. I just, yeah, I just, I don't see him. I don't think that he can be that guy at the next level. One because guys at the NBA are going to be his same height and weigh fifteen pounds more than him, right? Like, how many, how many six foot eight? Uh, three slash fours are, are there in the NBA right now that weigh 235, 240, 245 pounds, right? Those There are big, strong dudes that play that position. And I don't think Jalen Wilson can overpower them. I don't think that he is right now as good defensively as you would need to be to like be a three and D guy. And he's not a great shooter either. Like he is a very, very good college basketball player. And to me, he kind of profiles as someone that will get picked in the early second round. And it's probably going to end up in two to three years being a star in the Euro League world and make a lot of money over there. Like he's a terrific basketball player. I just think that he is, he doesn't quite fill the role and fill the need that you need out of a role player on an NBA team at the position that he's at. Yeah, I, I think he can be a little bit better than that. I think he can have a career in the NBA. Uh, but again, as, as, a, as just a piece coming off the bench. You know, the good thing with Jalen Wilson is I think he'll accept that role. Mm -hmm. um, I think he can embrace just being a good team guy, you know, it, you know, towards the end of the bench, even if he doesn't play. I think he'll stick in the NBA. I, I just I'd be surprised if he doesn't. There are so many roster spots now uh, in the league that I think he'll find a way to 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 make a team and stay on a team. You know, his shooting's got to get better. Mm -hmm. His perimeter shooting has to get better. And it can't be a liability defensively because, again, if you're not making threes and you can't defend at a high level, you're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, the it's very easy to say this because shooting trumps everything in the NBA right now. But if you're not – like, you can't be a 34% three-point shooter in the, the role that he's going to be asked to play. Like, you have to ha be somebody with gravity that forces defenses to uh, to have, have to make a decision. Are they going to guard you or are they going to help off and, and – cut off drivers to the lane. Like, I, I think it's that simple. I think he's one of the easiest scouts that we're doing for this, right? Like, he's a very good player. I just don't know. I don't know if his skill set necessarily fits with the role that he'll have to play in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, again, I think you just got to be reasonable. And that's why the big question is, do you, do you take Jalen Wilson with the first round or late? 
or do you take guys late in the first round that have more upside? Because that's the one thing with Jalen Wilson. He's not really a big upside guy. You kind of know what you're going to get with him for the most part, or you're rolling the dice with somebody, you know, that maybe didn't produce as much because he did. I mean, listen, he was one of the best college players in the country this year, mm -hmm. period. He, he was, you know, an all American type player with, with, with how he produced being the best player on one of the best teams in the country. He was the one guy that we considered um, bumping Zach Eady out of the national play. It was him, Trace Jackson Davis, and Zach Eady that were in the conversation for national player of the year. It for was Zach Eady the whole yeah. way, but Jalen Wilson was one of two guys where you yeah. could even consider like having that conversation. Can he bump Zach Eady out of there? Yeah, I, I mean, listen, again, you know, two years ago he shot 26 from three. Mm -hmm. At least he got back up to respectability. You know, 34, you know, that's solid. But again, he's got to get in the gym and just become a knockdown three-point shooter. Because if he can't make open ones, and he's going to be wide open in the league. If he can't make those, you're not staying on the floor. So that's the biggest thing for him. In addition, again, not being a, a defensive liability. Not a great athlete. A very average athlete. And that that's, like you said, not – like his body's fine. I don't, I don't, he's I don't strong. Like he's, he's, he's built well. I don't know if he, he doesn't have like the ideal, he doesn't have like a seven foot four wingspan, but he's fine. Like it's, he's built. Again, it's, it's, it's more to me his, his lack of athleticism. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he's not a guy that plays above the rim. He's just not. Um, so I, I think, you know, again, he, he's going to be a guy that, you know, you draft, honestly, a good team should draft him early in the second round because yeah. he can come in and give you eight, 10 minutes off the bench right away. And he won't, I, I don't think he hurts you. I, you know, again, I don't know if he does anything great, but I don't think he hurts you. I think he's a solid defender. He's a solid, like offensively, he can give you something if he's playing with the right point guard in the right system. Yep. The one thing I will say, you mentioned he's got to make the open ones. He shot 41% on unguarded catch and shoot jumpers this past season. Um, and that, I mean, that's, that's what he's going to be taking a lot in the NBA. Uh, I think the way that I would wrap this up is that the best players in the world aren't necessarily the guys that get all the jobs in the NBA, right? Outside of the superstars and like the second and third options for these teams, everything about sticking in the league is being able to be great in the role that they need you to play. Like you got to be, Outside of like the top 50 players in the league, like everybody is basically a complimentary piece. And I don't know if Jalen Wilson is quite good enough to be like a Tobias Harris. I don't know if he's quite good enough to be someone that is a three and D wing. Um, I don't know if he's a good enough offensive weapon to be like a TJ Warren off the bench for the, just that's the name that popped in my head. So I, I think, I think that he is a, a, in air quotes, a good enough player to be like a top 500 player in the world, which is what the NBA players are. But I don't know if he checks all the boxes for the skill sets that you would need to play the role that he is going to be asked to play in the NBA. So, I mean, if you end up in the EuroLeague and you're playing for some of these powerhouse European clubs and you're making a million dollars a year, million and a half a year playing over there, like there's worse things in the world for that to happen, for, for that to be what you're, uh, outcome is but my guess is that that's probably where Jalen Wilson spends the majority yeah, I disagree with you I think he'll be a 10-year pro um you know playing you know limited minutes in a role bouncing around 
from team to team, playing for six, seven teams in 10 or 12 years, but making $40 million at the end of it. Not a bad way to make a living. This has been the breakdown of Kansas All-American forward Jalen Wilson. If you like what you've heard here, check the links in the description. We'll be rolling out more than 50 of these prospect profiles over the course of May and June. And make sure you tune in a week before the NBA draft. We will have a live mock draft with six draft experts going through every team pick by pick. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.